Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, live from the WDCX studios, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, good morning, Steve Tiber, along with Mike Fiella. You're listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Mike, good morning. Good morning, February 29th. So this is unusual, Mike. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that means? That we said the word 20, or you said the number 29. Right. That's it's leap year. You, yeah. I mean, so this is, we have an extra day this year. Think of all we're going to be able to get done with that extra day. I mean, we're going to get caught up on things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be ahead of the game by the end of the day. <laughs> we, we are so glad that you're here with us this morning. Please don't change the dial. Share it with somebody on the website or, or listen to our podcast. But every week we share God-sized stories from the mission field. We talk to other ministries. We talk to um, missionaries that are serving not only with Eight Days of Hope, but with other organizations. And um, we're coming up. Tomorrow is one year on WDCX. One, well, one year. Congratulations. They haven't kicked us off. <laughs> no, no, no. Just but, kidding. But why are they peeking through the window saying, we got to talk to you when you finish this show? <laughs> no, no, they're not doing that. So thankful. Thank you, WDCX, and to our partners and yes. sponsors. Um, we have finished our one-year commitment, and mm-hmm. we've re-upped for another year. Another year. So 12 more months mm-hmm. of hanging out. You okay with that? Oh, it's, let's get, it's, sure? been a, it's been a highlight. Good year. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, you come in all pumped, oh, and that smile, and me and my coffee. It's just yes. it, it doesn't get any better than this. No, it's been a, it, it's been a great year. And, and throughout the years, having people just respond in, in a way that they've been touched by God. Yes, yes. It, or, or have volunteered, donated, or whatever they've, they've done to, to serve and and love people. It's 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 awesome to be a, a small part of it. So you're listening today. What is eight days of hope? I'll give you the 15 second version. We help people, either after natural disasters or after human disasters. We help people a day or two after a natural disaster, like flooding, tornadoes, hurricanes, snowstorms. We come back six to 12 months later and build homes for free. Share the gospel along the way, not just with words but with actions. And then we have another arm where we serve existing ministries to renovate, rebuild, remodel a facility to provide a safe place for those rescued from sex trafficking. Again, more information, go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. It's been a busy year, Mike, but a lot going on. We have got an event coming up in Buffalo right down the road. But in three weeks from tomorrow, we're going to be at Antioch Baptist Church on Fillmore where we'll be announcing internally Mm -hmm. to churches and partners and sponsors and leaders and volunteers our plans for July when we right. come back after last year's inaugural event, Eight Days Old Buffalo. Uh, <laughs> it's coming back in July. I can't wait. Well, March 21st, yes, 9 a.m., we'll have um, some coffee and some dialogue. And you want to come out. You want to bring, you know, we're inviting pastors, church leaders. Folks, just come out and yeah, get business the information. Leaders, yes. Yeah, business. And because last year was such a, it just blew us, blew us out of the water, the response to serve the city of Buffalo through Eight Days of Hope. This year is going to be... How big? Yeah, why? Uh, yeah, yeah. 50, 57 churches served with Eight Days Hope. We served with them. And that's what the goal was, is let's pick a different district every year in the city of Buffalo and help people who own their home and right. live in their home with repairs to their home that maybe they can't afford. And so mm-hmm. nominations came from local churches of different denominations, and we had a lottery process. We're going to announce all that on March 21st at 9 in the morning, Anak Baptist Church. RSVP, so we know that you're coming. Okay. Uh, we're going to have some refreshments and some unique pastries from, from friends of ours d- down at Wonder Coffee down here in downtown Buffalo. Uh, but Antioch Baptist Church, it starts at 9 in the morning. We'll have you out by 1030. 
We're going to show you a couple of videos, bring a tissue or two, because we're going to share right. some stories of what happened last year. But July 18th okay. through July 25th, that is what we can tell the world today. That is eight days of hope. hope. Buffalo's dates, the eight days before Kingdom Bound. Why, Mike? Because Kingdom Bound is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it is and, awesome. And you're going to want to pour right into that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. But remember, if you volunteer for three days during that eight-day period. That's right. You what do get, they get, Mike? They get a free ticket to Kingdom Bound, uh, which is July 26th through the 29th. Yes. It's an awesome Christian music festival. There's something for everybody from to bring the family. It's at yep. a theme park, Darien Lake, as, as you all know. And it's just family, fun, I'm going to say food and fellowship. They don't yes, advertise it like yes, that, but yes. it's, a great, it's a great event. So July 18th to the 25th. So the dates you need to write down if you live in Western New York or Southern Ontario. March 21st, 9 o'clock, Antioch Baptist Church informational meeting. April 1st, everyone's invited to a press conference. Mm-hmm. Don't know the time yet. We'll finalize that in the next week or two. Uh, most likely we'll be at our building on Kensington Avenue because we'll announce right. to the public what district we're going to. And then we'll also open up the application process for those who live in that district who want free repairs. Yeah. This is a side thing. Give the address of the Kensington facility. Yeah, eight, yeah, 852 Kensington Avenue, 852. It's just north of Grider, mm-hmm. and it's a big brown building with a mural on the side. That's why I want to mention <laughs> that. you got to drive by yeah, just to see that pretty mural. Cool. I, 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 I've, I've been nice. by it several times just to, wow, we're a part of that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah amen. It's, it's beautiful. Amen, amen. And then again in July, and then, of course, King about Today, Mike, we have a missionary a leader mm-hmm. who serves with Eight Days of Hope. His name is Harold Dawson. Okay. I know last week Brian Dragitz, or two weeks ago, Brian Dragitz called. He uh, is moving from Indiana to Cedar Rapids, Iowa. What a story. <laughs> to help lead our Midwest satellite. And mm-hmm. uh, the week before that, we had another missionary, a rapid response leader, Chris Childs on. But today, we're going to get a chance to meet Harold Dawson. Okay. Harold, very unique story. He comes to Eight Days of Hope. We'll let him tell you how he learned about it and what happened. But he just recently retired. He retired a little bit earlier than most. And he retired specifically to serve with Eight Days of Hope full time. Mm. A missionary. Yes. I mean, just yeah. how many how many missionaries do we have now? This is just like yeah. I think Steve, I think twenty four, twenty six ish, something like that. If you wanna if you're interested in becoming a missionary with Eight Days of Hope, go to our website, watch the video, just go on, click the tab, you know, what we do or who we are, who we are missionary program watch the video but um very unique so yes he he raises his own support he travels the country on a moment's notice okay to um to be a glimpse of jesus and he's a part of a very unique close to all of our hearts yes. uh, part of the eight days of hope ministry uh safe houses yes he is passionate and i think he'll be telling the listeners a little bit about his involvement in being a construction manager for our safe house construction ministry that okay. provides safe places for those rescued from sex trafficking. Do you know that sex trafficking, Mike, is the fastest growing crime in the world? Only because you've said that, and I'm still blown away at that statement and the numbers that are involved with that. Depending who you ask, so I'm going to go to the low number and the high number. Depending what organization in America or in the, in the world, it's somewhere between a $100 billion a year industry up to a $150 billion a year industry. How did we get there? How did we get here? I know. I, it just blows me away. From the first time, Steve, we had lunch and we were talking about it, <clears throat> we still tear up when I think, I mean, what it is, it's something that's horrendous and awful. We're making a difference here uh, through our safe house construction. If you're listening down south and we have a 
a good solid fo- following in Mississippi and Alabama, Tennessee, that, that will listen weekly because we, we, we get your comments and you send us texts. But on March 25th in Tupelo, Mississippi, where our national headquarters is, we're going to have a symposium for the youth and parents to okay. educate them about protecting themselves from sex trafficking. So not every single person is kidnapped. That happens. But a lot of these young kids are groomed by people through social media, Mike. And we're going to be explaining that night, and we're going to videotape it. I was just going to say, videotape that, and we can get that out. Yes, we're going to get that on our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. But if you live near Tupelo, Mississippi, or want to drive down from Nashville or over from Birmingham, you won't want to miss it. It'll be uh, 6 o'clock at night at Hope Church on McCullough from 6 to 8. And then at some point within a couple weeks, we'll have the edited video broadcast up on our YouTube channel. But we're going to have experts Mm -hmm. from around the country fly into Tupelo to be a part of that because we need to get the word out to the church on not only the problem, how to protect your kids and grandkids, and what the church should be doing. So it sounds like it's going to be very detailed. It is. So, yeah. It is. It's going to be fast-moving. Um, but again, we're going to have a, a Q&A time with experts. We're going to hear from someone in law enforcement to tell people that it, it just isn't happening in Las Vegas or New Orleans or the sure. big cities. Uh, we'll have somebody from uh, the refuge down in Austin, Texas. Okay. It's the largest underage facility in the country. They have 48 um, rooms with 48 beds, with 48 personal bathrooms. They have a college on campus. They have a chapel. They have doctors to come. Wait to hear from Brooke Crowder, the founder of the refuge. She'll be there. Kevin Malone, who used to manage the L.A. Dodgers, okay, a major league baseball team, mm-hmm. He's passionate about this. He started the first homes. He, he he led the charge to create the first home for boys. So even though 93% of those trafficked are females, there are some young men being trafficked as okay. well. He'll be there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be sharing some information as well. We'll have a couple videos. Uh, we have some other guests that we're not ready to announce, but finalizing some things. But March 25th in Tupelo, Mississippi. And again, we'll video it, videotape that as well. Steve, and you've had so many interviews with other people. I mean, you're talking about the refuge. You mentioned uh, who's with Frank and Linda. Reich yeah, Frank there. and Linda Reich. I mean, people in Western New York know Frank, right? Greatest comeback. I was oh, there. Yes. I didn't leave. I wanted to, you but I there? did. Oh. My dad wouldn't. He said, I paid $45 for these tickets. <laughs> we're not leaving till the game ends. I can hear him saying He was that. one smart man. Yeah. But anyways, Frank and Linda Reich. Linda, um, she sits on the board of a ministry called Ascent 121 in Indianapolis. And they are forming another nonprofit. Now, I'm not ready. To, I'd let, like them to share it with the world first. They've shared enough publicly that I'll tell you that it's called Not Today, K-N-O-T, Not Today, and more on that. But they're going to be heavily okay. involved with ADSO, vice versa, uh, of getting the word out to the church of how we can take a stand. I'm telling you, once you took the step um, and God touched your heart with that, the doors are just blowing open. And praise God for using Eight Days of Hope and all these, you know, the refuge and everyone else to to, to get this problem just hopefully eradicated. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Church, we got to take our blinders off. And again, I know it's Saturday morning and, and you might be in the car with kids, so we're not going to go into a lot of details today. But again, March 25th, um, we might even, we're, we're talking about trying to find a way to do it live that people can watch nationwide. We're still thinking and praying that through. Yeah, I'd like to do that. But anyways, hey, when we come back, Mike, in just a couple seconds, we are going to be talking to Harold Dawson. He was a gentleman who's gifted with his hands. He's a gifted leader, and he's leading teams around the country. 
mm-hmm. and he's helping build safe houses for awesome. those who are rescued from sex trafficking yep. for free. For free. I love it. He lives in Ohio. We're going to talk to him in just a couple of minutes. But this morning, you're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. For more information, go to 8daysofhope.com. But this morning, you're listening to Hope Reigns here on WDCX. Here's Steve Tiber, president of 8 Days of Hope. 2020 is going to be a busy year, and you'll have plenty of opportunities to come love and serve those in need with 8 Days of Hope. One of the new arms of the ministry is our safe house construction ministry. We travel the country, and we partner with an existing ministry and help them renovate, build, or remodel facility to provide a safe place for those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. For more information, as always, please go to our website. Eight Days of Hope started as a disaster relief ministry, and it has continued to grow since then. We've partnered with an organization called Bigger Than Ball. Bigger Than Ball partnered with us when we went to Houston, Texas after Hurricane Harvey. We partnered with the Houston Astros. We rebuilt eight baseball diamonds in Bigger Than Ball, then put on a free sports camp. Eight Days of Hope is much more than disaster relief. For more information about this ministry or any arms of the ministry of Eight Days of Hope, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Come be the hands and feet of Jesus. Hi, this is Robbie Raw. I have some exciting news. Are you a business owner that is honoring God in all you do by operating your company in a manner that is consistent with biblical principles? Then you're gonna wanna be listed in the upcoming Kingdom Business Bureau. This includes small and large business owners in the US and Canada. Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, work at it with all of your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Go to Kingdom Business Bureau at gmail.com for more information. Welcome back to Hope Reigns. To join Steve and Mike, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope this beautiful Saturday morning. Steve Tiber, along with my co-host, Mike Fiella. Mike, I like your scarf. It says oh. Buffalo on it. Where'd you get oh, that? Yeah. I got this as a Christmas gift. People okay. know I love scarves and love buffalo, and they went to the buffalo store, and, and they bought me this. Nice. It was just nice, nice. a nice gesture. You look sharp. I like that. <laughs> Anyways, um, we are so excited. You know, you, we, we've had so many great guests, and there are some personally I get, I get amped for all of them. I do. But I love this guy's heart. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. Um, this morning, uh, we're going to interview Harold Dawson. Matter of fact, let's bring him up. Harold, good morning. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. And I like that he said good morning to you, too, Mike, because sometimes yeah. you just say, hey, how are you? But anyway, um, <laughs> so, Harold, um, you live in Ohio uh, in Amish country. And I say that because people, you know, Ohio's a big state. So you live uh, right around the Dover area, right? I mean, somewhere in there? Yeah, that's correct. I live in Baltimore. We're about eight miles north of Dover. Yep, right on 77. Yep. See, I, I know where you live, uh, Harold. <laughs> so you you uh you how did you learn about Eight Days of Hope and when and what was your first trip like? I I learned about Eight Days of Hope through my church. I went to the church at New Point, and uh, we had several people that went on a trip with you guys to Nashville, and I hadn't heard, heard nothing about it. So I got to asking them. I said, next time that something like that comes up, I've never been on a mission trip, and I'd love to do one, and I want to do something here. So I was a mentor at New Point Church, and one Wednesday night, uh, a couple people come walking in and said, hey, we got a meeting then about the next eight days of Hope trip. So I just got up and went to the meeting. 
that started it all. My first trip was Laplace, Louisiana. And now Laplace, Louisiana, for those who don't live in Louisiana, when Hurricane Katrina came, the Army Corps of Engineers did a real nice job, and they did a great job of, of helping secure that wall so that city wouldn't flood again. Unfortunately, the water had to go somewhere. It went to Lake oh, Pontchartrain, yes. yeah. which then flooded over I-10 into Laplace. So that was your first trip, uh, Harold. So you traveled from Ohio, Louisiana. Were you anxious at all? You know, I had no idea what to expect. I knew that I had done a few service projects at church, and I knew how rewarding that was. But I had no idea what to expect when I went to Laplace. I, I, I need to confess something. When I went to Laplace, I've been in construction my whole life, and, and I'm pretty good at it. So I thought when I go, went down there that I'd be with all these people, and I'd kind of be a star. That's not quite how it worked out. We got a lot of work done, but I, uh, I realized the reason we were doing that wasn't because we wanted to show people how good we are. We were doing that to help people. Hmm. So you're really, Harold, you're professional in, in what you were doing. Uh, how, did that, how did that play out when you got on your first crew? Um, I mean, I imagine there's things, do we do it this way, do we do it that way? How does that play out with some volunteers that are probably little different levels? We had 36 volunteers from New Point Church on that trip. Wow, it was a great a showing. Yeah, and... Uh, we split that up into six crews, and I oversaw six houses. And believe it or not, <laughs> it was amazing. We got all six done, too. That was the good part. Oh, but wow. the, the amazing part was that everybody was there is like-minded. They were all there just to help people and do everything that they could do. So everything I asked people to do, everything I showed people how to do, they did to their best of their ability. And, man, at the end of that eight days, we had six houses done. So how hard is it, Harold? Because I'm, you know, my wife and I were doing a mini devotion, and last night we were talking about being mindful of other people because God created us differently. I'm a doer. I like to do and move quickly, and I know that you're very gifted. I've seen you, brother. Oh my gosh, Mike, this guy, mm -hmm. he's unbelievable. How do you know when to turn off the doer hat, the complete the task hat, the I need to remodel your home because it flooded hat? and at the same time um, work toward that end, but also be sensitive that God brought you there for another reason. How hard is it to balance that? Because you're very gifted. Is it? Was it hard for you? And again, just be transparent. Was it easy? Was it hard? Do you battle, do you battle that? How does that all play out? It's very hard for me, Steve. I've always been results-oriented in all the stuff that I do, and, and I wanted to look at the end of the day and say, wow, look at this we got done, and look at we, that we got done. And we talked before we went out, and, there, and, and the line was, we're going to fix your house, and maybe while we're there, we'll, uh, I mean, we're going to build a relationship, maybe while we're there, we're going to fix your house. Hey, I didn't you understand go. that. I did not understand that <laughs> at all. Yeah. I honestly thought that I was going there to fix people's houses, and that's all I was going there for. Boy, was I wrong. So what what experience did you have? Can you relate to a specific one that turned I, I you? Yeah, I can relate one. Uh, we had a uh, couple that we were working for that were not destitute but didn't have a lot. And we worked on their house all week that week. And I was going home on Saturday morning. And uh, at 4 o'clock that afternoon, a bunch of people I was working with said they were going to go to New Orleans that night because it was somewhere that they always wanted to go and they had never got a chance to go there. My whole life, I wanted to go to New Orleans. I'm 20 miles away. I need to go. 
Well, then I got to looking around that house, and we didn't have water turned on in that house yet. So in, instead of going to New Orleans, I went back to that house and worked till 11 o'clock that night finishing up our plumbing so we could turn the water on. And that's when it became important to me that my needs weren't nearly as important as, important as it was to do the things these people needed for us to do. So, Mike, that, that, in essence, was a defining moment. Absolutely. I mean, think about it, because I get it. I've been to New Orleans you know, a couple dozen times for work and sometimes for ministry, and, oh, my gosh, the food is unbelievable. Uh-huh. And I love old buildings. I love old sure. churches. they got a bun- bunch of that. But that moment, you realized, I mean, think about what he just said, Mike. Right. His goal was simple. It wasn't building a house. It wasn't putting a roof on. It wasn't building a new bathroom. His task, in his mind, in, in, in a listener's mind, he wanted to give them an opportunity to have running water. water. Running, yeah, yeah. In the United States of America, running water. Hmm. And, and, and you were focused on that, Harold, and you set aside your personal maybe preference or wants because you saw that this was, a, this was an unbelievable need. Yeah, and I, you know what? Uh, when I came from that trip, I was a changed person. Uh, I'm, I'm still a results-oriented person, mm-hmm. but my gosh, do I have a heart for people now. Mm-hmm. And that came out of that first trip to Louisiana. You know what's fun about doing ministries like Eight Days Open? Again, there's a lot of great ministries out there. Today, if you're not involved in a ministry, pray about, you know, you if you've never taken a gift t- test, the church that you go to, go to your pastoral team and say, give me a gift test, now they'll, or you can Google it. Mm-hmm. Figure out, and you probably already know what you like to do and what you're gifted at, what you do maybe a little bit better than some other things that you do. But find a way to get plugged in. So here's a contractor, someone who's gifted with his hands, someone who's made money and provided for family, and now he's doing what he's always done, but he's not doing it for a paycheck. He's not doing mm. it for a paycheck. But what you just shared, you'll never forget, Harold. Mm. No, I'll never forget it. Uh, you know, one of the things I like to say is that last September I quit my job. I wasn't old enough to retire yet, but I quit my job and I became a full-time missionary. Yeah, eight days of hope. All right. And, 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 the re- and the reason I did that is because I know that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'll tell you the truth, man. I'll do all kinds of things for free that I wouldn't even consider doing when I was getting paid for <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, Reese. Say that again. Listeners, you got to yeah, say that again. Listeners, come on now. Quick looking around and listen. Go ahead, Aaron. I will do all kinds of things for free that I wouldn't even consider doing when I get paid for. <laughs> there's, there's, no, there's no task that is beneath me. You know, and, and I've seen volunteers, Mike, clean toilets, and I've seen mm-hmm. volunteers get right. underneath houses when they flooded where there's sometimes spiders and mm. other things, and they're clearing out the, the, the wet insulation so sure. mold doesn't set in. Mm. And, 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 and again, if they didn't know Jesus and said someone said, hey, I'll give you 500 bucks to do that, they're like, you're crazy. I'm not doing that. And what you see these volunteers doing, they're smiling. They're laughing. They're high-fiving each other. Look how, look how money I am. Look at, look at this spider. Woo! Is this poisonous? Oh, man. Harold, um, we got a couple more minutes in this segment because the next segment I want to talk about our newest arm in the ministry and where God has you led. But So New Point, you're in Ohio. Now, this is, a, this is a pretty large church. This is a church that has a huge... They remind me a little bit. There's a church in West New York called The Chapel okay. where they have Mike, um, and I think you're familiar, they have a, a very large church sure. in Cross Point mm-hmm. uh, up in, is that Amherst or Williamsville? Getzville. Am- oh, Getzville. There you go. Right. Same thing. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> and then they have other churches, and they're like satellite churches, right? right. And 
And so New Point is a church. They're in the middle of Amish country. Mike, you will drive, and there's like nothing for like three, four miles, mm-hmm. and then there's this huge building. That's what I'm picturing. Oh, oh my you know, Wagons gosh. with horses oh. pulling the wagons and the people. Oh. In the, and then a big facility. Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. And what's interesting about New Point is that when you look at, we have 12 event leaders, and, and these event leaders lead our rebuilding trips because you know we're leading, what, 3,000 volunteers with our ambassadors and or 4,000 or more. Um, I think four or five go to New Point, Harold. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, unbelievably amazing, and I, and I believe that I was afforded the opportunity with A Days of Hope because of the people that I knew that were on the leadership team mm. with A Days of Hope. Uh, I am more than happy that I, you know, when I first started going to New Point in such a big church, it was a little bit overwhelming, and I wasn't sure that was a fit for me. But along with the size of that church came the big opportunities, mm. and I'm telling you, I have been afforded. So many opportunities since I've gone to church there, and one of the biggest is getting involved with Eight Days of Hope. Hmm. We're talking to Harold Dawson. He's a missionary with Eight Days of Hope. For more information about Harold and his wife and the journey, you can go to globaloutreach.org, globaloutreach.org, and uh, just search the name Dawson, and you get a chance to learn a little bit more about Harold. You can actually sow into the ministry uh, and help Harold uh, do what he does for free. That he would have done for money back years ago. Uh, But yeah, globaloutreach.org, search the name Dawson, D-A-W-S-O-N. Or if you're driving, you can't write something down, just email us, info, I-N-F-O, at 8 Days of Hope. Give us a call. We'll make sure you get connected. So, Harold, um, how long have you been a part of 8 Days of Hope then? Uh, 2013. This will be my seventh year. Cool. Cool. Um, we're going to go to break, but one, one, one last question. You, um, you come and you lead, and sometimes that can be a little challenging because at the end of the day, these aren't employees, they're volunteers. That's right. Um, what have you learned along the way watching God move through the imperfection of a ministry called Eight Days of Hope to help 5,500 families rebuild their homes? What, what have you learned personally? Uh, just along the journey? That I'm not learn- nearly as smart as I thought that I was. Uh, I thought a lot of myself. And, and I got a story about our Houston trip, the two-week trip, if we got time for Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go, go, go. Okay. When we did the Houston trip down there, you, I was put in charge of doing all the uh, cabinet layout and cabinets for right. all the houses down there. That's right. And, there was a, and, and we had a donor donated money, and all I wanted to spend on those cabinets. So for four weeks, that was my life. I had mornings where I started at 6 o'clock in the morning, and I was still over there at 8 o'clock at night doing mm-hmm. stuff, trying to get that ready to go. I'm telling you, Steve, when I left down there, I was done. I mean, I was done. I, I honestly said I'm never going to another eight days of hope event again. I mean, I was just that burnt out and, and that overwhelmed. I get about halfway home, and, you know, I'm not one of these guys that say God talks to me. Because I think you got to listen very close for that, and I'm not very good at it. But plain as day on the way home, I hear, see, you're not nearly as smart as you thought you were. You do need me. Mm. The minute that happened, mm. I wanted to go on another trip. I was oh, ready to go. My, my. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. So listeners, know that Harold ultimately oversaw the purchase, the installation of 239 sets of kitchens. 239? 
we, we spent, I think, Harold, almost $900,000 in kitchen cabinets. That's And Harold, you're right. We're not smart enough to do something like that. We're not. I mean, we're not. Think about it. Listeners, have you ever remodeled your house or your kitchen? Think about all the interesting conversations you have with your spouse about color and doorknobs and size and layout, right? Now, if you've been married 36 years like me, you just say, whatever you want, honey, right? Because I want to go to 37, right? But, but think about that. 239 families had kitchen cabinets measured, bought, paid for, shipped, installed and Harold that ultimately fell under your responsibility no wonder you were burned out I was burned out <laughs> but, but I learned a lot about me on that trip I like, really did like what we got one minute like well I, I learned that uh, I need to back it down just a little bit and, and pay more attention to what God's trying to tell me I told you earlier that I don't listen very well and sometimes I don't, but I think I'm getting better at it. But I needed to lean on him more in that time. It wasn't just me doing that. You know, I needed a lot of help. Mm. Mike, we we got to close this, but Mike, um, we you can relate, right? I mean, you, you know, you've him. been a pastor, you've been a worship leader, you've been a leader of ministries, nonprofits, leader of Eight Days of Hope. I mean, sometimes there's those moments where your eyes just they open up. Yeah, and and that's the constant wrestle because you know, as a leader, and you know as gifts that you have to get the job done you want to get the job done especially a doer like carol yeah i mean whether well, there's there's a doer in, in most everybody i mean most of us that are in in those positions and that is Harold, I commend you. That is a battle and a wrestle that you yielded yourself to god because uh you know and i'm glad that you heard his voice so you're coming yeah, me back too. i mean nobody can do a job like you do because yeah. you're you're that good at it yes. but now you're able to do it with that that God perspective that's going to help you personally and help folks around you. Well, we do need to take a break. A uh, little, little overtime, but, but well worth it. We're talking to Harold Dawson. He's a missionary with Eight Days of Hope. He retired early, and he serves full-time uh, on the battlefield. In doing essence, things for free that he wouldn't normally do for pay. For, for pay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, he's a missionary with Global Outreach. Go to globaloutreach.org, globaloutreach.org, and just search Dawson, Harold Dawson, to get a chance to learn more how you can pray and, and maybe financially support. When we come back, we're going to talk about Her- with Harold about leading a new arm of the ministry where he actually goes out and renovates facilities, leads volunteers renovating facilities that within days of him leaving will house those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. You can't make this stuff up. We'll be back here in just a minute. You're listening to Hope Reigns. My name is Steve Tiber along with Mike Fiella. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope, and we'll be back in a minute here on WDCX. Niagara Gutter loves the Western New York community. They've been serving residential and commercial clients here since 1962. Their team of trained professionals is focused on providing customers with the absolute best service and quality possible. Niagara Gutter takes pride in going above and beyond your expectations. That's why they're trusted by the best in the business. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau for 15 consecutive years, an A rating with Angie's List for 12 consecutive years, and were awarded the Angie's List Super Service Award for three years straight. Let Niagara Gutter service your home. Check out their website at niagara-gutter.com. 
www.thepeopleshop.com to read reviews of their service or call them today for an estimate at 695-3500. Mention 8 Days of Hope to receive a 10% discount on your gutter service. Niagara Gutter, Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider. 8 Days of Hope is based right outside of Tupelo, Mississippi, and that serves as our national headquarters. Our Northeast satellites in Buffalo, New York, and this summer, we'll be open up our Midwest satellite in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Steve Tiber, president of 8 Days of Hope. If you're a church or a faith-based nonprofit ministry, and you have a need for those that you are trying to love and serve, sign up for our distribution ministry. It's simple. Go to our website, click on distribution ministry, submit the name of your organization or the name of your church, and every two months, we will notify you with products that we've been given to allow the church to minister to those who are hurting. Instead of you running out and writing checks and going to your benevolence fund, we get these things for free. Uh, they're usually overruns or the last year's model, but it's all brand new. And as long as you're willing to come to pick it up, it's free. You just got to come and get it. Eight Days of Hope, serving those in need in the name of Jesus. To learn more about the ministry, Eight Days of Hope, please go to 8daysofhope.com. This is Hope Reigns. To join the conversation, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope is coming to Western New York again this July. For more information, March 21st, you need to be there. If you're a business, ministry, uh, a volunteer, maybe you heard about it or saw it on Man, Mike, it was on Channel 247 Spectrum. It was on every TV. Oh, we're yes, coming back in March 21st. We're going to tell you the details. 9 o'clock in the morning, Antioch Baptist Church. Just an excitement in the city of Buffalo. Uh, yes. There was last year, and it's it's only ramped up now. So and you know what, meeting. Mike? People don't, I'm sorry, Mike, people don't realize, but volunteers came from 31 states last year. Yes. To yes, Buffalo. Yes. And we're coming back July 18th to the 25th, but we're not going to tell you any more details you got to come to that meeting on March 21st, Antioch Baptist Church. Please RSVP at info at 8daysofhope.com. Info, I-N-F-O, at 8daysofhope.com. We're with Harold Dawson. Um, so the line, I know we're going to laugh about this, but from the first segment, Mike, what is the line that you'll never forget? Well, I'm doing now things for free that I would never do uh, for pay, basically. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's what sometimes, that's what we do in the ministry world, right? Right. Um, yeah, it, it is amazing what people will do for Jesus, and, and yet, you know, for, for, for a business or to make bucks, they would never do, right? That's right. But, but anyways, so Harold, Harold, welcome back. Harold's uh, calling in from Ohio. He goes to a church called New Point. Uh, New Point uh, is one of our national partners, Mike, and uh, had a chance to hang out with Dwight, the, the lead pastor, this week. Just uh, recently, you were telling yeah, me. Yeah, at lunch. It was, so we, we had a little bet going, and it wasn't an ego thing. It was of, he went to a restaurant. I said, Dwight, you're going to be interrupted every five seconds because everyone's going to know you. <laughs> yeah. and, and he's like, well, don't worry, Steve. It, it's all good. It's you know part of life. And so three seconds later, I hear, Steve! Okay, it was Provia, the the company I used to work for. <laughs> teams of their name. employees were walking in, and Dwight's looking like, "Really, Steve?" So I'm not saying that uh, I used to work for a company that was right down the road, yeah. and and so so it was it was it was unique. But we uh, we ha- we laughed we laughed so hard because you're and, in Ohio and you're visiting him. Well, and, because it was the work the people yeah, I used to work with, right. and, and he he remembered that. But anyways, you've got a great pastor, Harold. Oh my gosh. Hmm. Yeah, we love him, brother. 
He's amazing, and they are all on board. So there's a new arm of the ministry where we travel the country. We serve an existing ministry to help them renovate, rebuild, or remodel facility to provide a safe place for not only females but sometimes gentlemen who've been rescued from sex trafficking to offer the emotional, physical, and spiritual support they need not for a month or two but for multiple years. And, Harold, recently you went to Texas. Tell the listeners a little bit about that journey. All right. We went to Texas in uh, November, just outside of Houston, and uh, the organization we went there to work with had two houses that were in bad need of repair. So uh, 35 of us went there and pulled up to these two houses, and, and there was another contractor that was there that was running. I was running on one house, and he was running the other. He said, you know, when someone calls me to do a job like this, I tell them three months, and we're going to try to do this in two weeks. We're going to be here 14 days. The bottom line is we took two houses, completely gutted, rewired, replumbed, and hung the drywall and trimmed these houses in 14 days. You know what? We're not that good. We're not. Uh, we got we got a ton of work done in two houses, and you can stand back and look at it and sit now and say, "Wow, how did we ever do that?" Mm-hmm. Just amazing that God was with us. Jesus was with us on that trip, and and every obstacle we came across, we figured it out and we moved on. It was it was incredibly rewarding to do that. So you led skilled volunteers. So on that outreach, Mike, we mm-hmm. we do ask people to be skilled sure. because it is a very rifle approach, and every day is scripted. Right. It's scripted. So, so Harold, walk a listener, because some people, you know, they build homes in months, you know, right? If you find a good builder, it's three, four months. But even renovation jobs, um, you know, a crew comes in, and you know, you've been in the construction world. You know, that was my, 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 my part in my journey for 30 years working in, in the building material industry. And, and so that isn't always easy. But talk about what a 14-day period looks like and what has to be done so you're prepared and there's no wasting of time. All right. The first thing we did is uh, the guys that were leading the jobs went a couple of days early, and we scoped the jobs out. We already had a script. Uh, it was kind of a what we planned to get done every day and where we needed to be so that we'd finish up in our 14 days. And we got to looking at everything, and we figured out what we needed to do first. So the first couple of days we spent demoing, tearing stuff out, and getting stuff cleaned up and getting ready to start putting stuff back together. Mm. So – uh, the third day and the fourth day, we had electricians and plumbers in there wiring and uh, doing all the things they needed to do. And then we had insulation. A couple more days where we insulated and got everything framed and ready to go back together. And then we drywalled, finished drywall, and uh, started trimming the houses. One of the houses had tile floors in it. And uh, it was a 1,200-square-foot house, and we had to tile all the floors in there all the while while we were still working on the house. That was hard. That was hard. So the way it worked out is that we would put tile down during the day, and then we went back to 3 o'clock in the morning to grout it so that we could have guys in there at 7 o'clock in the morning. We'd cover the floors, and we'd have guys back in there working on the houses at 7 o'clock in the morning. Mike, Mike, wait, time out. Time out, Harold. Mike, did you hear what he just said? 3 in the morning. Wait a minute. Harold. Three in the morning, and I know some of the people. Mention some of the names that got up to be there at three in the morning. Well, that's easy. With John Hines, Brian Dragett, uh, Chandler, your assistant, yeah, was, was oh more than happy to come out and help us. And she had a friend from New York, and her name escapes me, but it was five of us. 
Nice. Now, there's actually six of us. Now, Mike, Brian Dragitz was on our show just a couple just, weeks uh, yeah, ago. a few weeks ago. Yeah, and so think about that, Mike. Mm. Three in the morning. I, I, I'm i still sleeping, <laughs> especially all the work that you do. So so this sounds like it was like a round-the-clock type of work that, situation that you were in. So how does how does that explain a little bit the difference in this kind of job than, let's say, a regular rebuild? The biggest difference in this kind of job and a regular rebuild is every person was there was working toward a common thing, and they had the right motivation to do it. Everybody that you asked to do something wanted to do it. You know, there was never, you know, anybody standing back saying, oh, no, I don't want to do that. Right. Everybody wanted to do it, and that's how you get things done. And, uh, yeah, we put in a lot of hours, but yeah. we had fun doing it. And what I like, Mike, about Harold and the other leaders, I've seen their script. And so to his point, for someone who doesn't know a lot about construction, and again, more information, go to 8daysofhope.com. But, but, but if you don't know a lot about construction, they have every day. So they'll say like on Monday. So say their first day is usually a Saturday. So Saturday, they know who's doing what and what needs to be okay. done. So a volunteer electrician doesn't come for all 14 days. He could or she could just come for those three days, day number five, six, and seven, that they're going to do electrical work, or five, six, mm-hmm. and seven, and then 13 and 14 when they hang lights. So it's very focused and scripted. You know, if you ever watch an NFL football game and the sure. head coach has a script right. and he has all the plays, the first 15 mm-hmm. plays they're going to call in third and eight, here's my five plays I like. It's so well scripted, Mike. Okay. You'd be blown away. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, Harold, do you, do you get together with everybody to form this script? I mean, there's got to be a lot of input to get that laid out properly. Well, actually, leadership, uh, Chris Childs and uh, Ricky Russell had most of this laid out before we got there. And and the best part about it was that everybody on that was along on that trip was flexible enough that if we weren't right to the script every day, we'd right. make it up the next day or we would do it when we get a chance to do it. Or you come at 3 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, uh, but whatever it takes. <laughs> but, you know, that was the day I traveled out there because we were shooting our video. As a matter of fact, listeners, if you want to see the house that Harold worked on and appreciate his work, go to our YouTube channel, 8 Days of Hope, and just click on our uploads and look for the video it's it's called our safe house construction video and you'll get to see elijah rising and you get to see the couple of the homes that the volunteers work but the day i went there mike to shoot the video my small part in that video was the morning after they were there at three in the morning i remember looking at chandler said you okay she was oh i'm having a blast and you know her she smiles yeah, from here she's, she's yeah. got so much the joy of the lord in her it's amazing right. she did look a little tired but she didn't say a word to me and that's what happens. Those volunteers, Brian Dragons, Harold Others, um, you've got to drag it out of them because to them that's just part of the journey. Yeah, they're givers. They give, they yes. give, they give, and they serve. And whatever time, and I never knew three in the morning, but they're going to get it done. They're, they're going to get the job done. They're givers. You're getting the call next time, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can't. And you don't need your guitar, Mike. You've got to bring a, your gloves. I'll give you Steve's number. That's okay. <laughs> no, no, I, I have do not disturb on my phone, brother. You've got to be my favorites, and I say that. You both are my favorites, so maybe I've got to take you off there. But anyways, um, so a, a contractor is out there listening today, Harold. We've only got a couple minutes, but someone, they're an electrician. They're a plumber. They're a painter. They, they, they do roofing for a living. They love to lay floors. And they want to get involved in eight days of hope. How easy is it for them to get involved in the ministry? All they need to do is go to the website and sign up, and there's a little questionnaire on there that will ask them what their skills are. 
And that's where we pull our information on what people right. that we would invite and get to use. Right. It's easy. And I'm going to tell you what, you go to one and you're hooked. <laughs> yeah. Even even after doing cabinets for four weeks, driving back home saying I'm burnt out when the Lord says, no, you're not. <laughs> yep. You're coming, <laughs> you're coming right back. So think about that. If you have a friend that is a contractor, he loves the Lord. Um, it's simple. We are going to be listing. So moving forward, we're doing a little bit different, Mike, than we did right. our first two houses. We partnered mm-hmm. with Elijah Rising and, and The Refuge. We're going to make known when we're going. Right now, there's a good chance we're going to go back to Texas in March. Mm-hmm. And it looks like in April, we're going to partner with Frank and Linda Reich with Ascent awesome. 121. And so what we'll do is we'll say, here's the type of skilled professionals, right. laborers that we need. And then you can volunteer. Now, we'll tell you moving forward, uh, everyone uh, will have to submit to a background check, but they're good for multiple right. years. And that's just to protect the integrity sure. of the ministries that we're serving. Because a lot of the places we go to, Mike, mm-hmm. some of the lo- young ladies that are rescued are on campus. Okay. And, 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 and I'm telling you, Mike, mm-hmm. I was there. I was at the refuge. Okay. And, and you know, I walked looking down because I don't want to make any young lady feel uncomfortable who's been rescued. Sure. But we did engage with one young lady, and I walked away, and I was so moved. Mm-hmm. This girl had so much joy in her heart because somebody was helping, had yeah. sown into the ministry right. of the refuge to give her a place that she'll be the next two years in her recovery mm. that would not have happened if people like Carol didn't step out in faith. Absolutely. That's priceless. <clears throat> Absolutely. I'm not a skill laborer, but one of these trips, I'm going to have to ask you, Harold, and what, what can I do to come down and do something? Because I want to look at one of those young ladies' eyes and experience the same thing that Steve just experienced because, um, <clears throat> you know, that's, that's where it all is. I think God birthed Eight Days of Hope many, many years ago under the idea that this was going to come about, and this is so important. And this is not a natural disaster, but this is a human disaster. So a little bit more to the story, and 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 she shared. I didn't ask right. because you don't ask, right? Right. And 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 she just was very candid, and in the conversation, she let it be known to me that she was trafficked at the age of twelve. Oh no, no. Mm-mm. For six years, she had nowhere to turn. She didn't know where to go. She didn't know where she'd live. She didn't know if anyone would show her any love. She didn't know of any doctors that would give her free service. She didn't know of a ministry called The Refuge. She doesn't have a clue of who Eight Days of Hope is. But God knew, Harold, when he created you, he was going to give you specific gifts to make an impact for generations to come because you said, yes, Lord, use me. <clears throat> and I hope that I always say that. I'm, one thing I want to say right now is that I wasn't so sure about the Safe House ministry when you started that. But after these first two trips and listening to the stories that I heard there and, and talking to the people who run these places, man, I'm there. I think that I think that there's probably nothing any more important in the world that I could be doing right now. Wow. I, I, I think it's something that I need to be doing. You know what I like about Harold? He's real. So he, yeah, in essence, he's saying, Steve, I doubted the decision you and the leaders made for eight days <laughs> open. I went ahead and did it. And maybe yeah. God was really, you know, God, God is in it. Absolutely. You know, we do natural disasters. We do human disasters. And Harold, I will never forget that young lady's face. Wow. She's going to college for free now 
because of the gifting of the University of Texas. Yeah. Uh, she's well on her way getting the emotional, physical, spiritual support she needs. And it's better today because of you, Harold, and others with Eight Days of Hope. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. So with one minute left, Steve, Harold, I, go ahead. I got I, one minute left. I got something I want to say and, and something that you pointed out when we were at uh, Elijah Rising, that if it weren't for us men, there'd be no market for that stuff going on. So us guys Ooh. as men need to step up mm. and, and be held accountable That's and right. make things different in this world. Uh, That's right. Because if they didn't have us for clients, they wouldn't be doing that. So think about that, men. Mm-hmm. And there's two of us Come in on. the same office and there's one on the phone. It starts with us because it is supply and demand. And if we men, including men in the church, would say no to pornography, no to strip clubs, no to massage, pro- Come on. no, 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 this ends today. Come on. And so church, you know, the church, Mike, is always led when there's been a challenge. The church right. helped provide colleges for the first time in America. The church today still is the greatest provider of health care right. in America. The church needs to take the lead on this, on this issue. Absolutely. On this travesty. Yeah. We need to educate our leaders in the church from our senior leaders and get it to filter down because there's something mm. that everybody can do to help contribute to eradicate this. Globaloutreach.org, mm. globaloutreach.org, search Dawson. You can put a name and a face together. You can sew into the ministry of the Dawsons as they travel, and the uh, they do what God's called them to do, to be the hands and feet. Harold, we love you, brother. Thank you yes. for being our guest. We're not going to let you go without Mike praying for you, but thank you for coming on today. How can we pray for you today, brother? Just that the strong relationship. You know, my wife still works and she can't come with me on these trips and i come home and i tell her all the stories and all the god things that happen on these trips and and she's jealous quite frankly she's jealous she doesn't get to see this i get it i get it but she believes in what i'm doing 100 percent. she's the best support at all if you're going to pray for me for anything is for that to continue because there's nothing in this world that I want to change the relationship that i have at home but i know that i'm called to do what i'm doing and your wife's name is michelle is that correct Harold? Yes, that's correct. Okay, good. I got that one right. Mike, you want to pray for Harold and Michelle, and um, we'll close there. Father, we thank you for Harold and the call on his life, but at the same time, we understand that Michelle is called to the same same task, whether she goes or not. Thank you for the love and the support of Michelle. Thank you for the unity. Thank you for Michelle being able to get really excited when at the end of these trips and she hears Harold's stories and testimonies but god keep a unity keep a love keep a just a oneness in this family knowing that they're both called to serve the same purpose and the same god and these and and the people in jesus name bless them um uh in jesus name amen amen thank you harold thank you thank you hey give dwight a hug for me next time you see him and just tell him how much i enjoyed lunch with him and um thank you so much for new point thank you for who you are in christ and thank you for uh not giving up after those 239 sets of cabinets in Houston, Texas. <laughs> yes. Yes. I learned a lot on that trip, and I'll, and I'll never forget any of it. Well, that's when we learn, sometimes when we struggle, and that God reminds us who's in control. God bless you, brother. We love you. All right. Thank you. Oh, man. That was a good one. I'm telling you. That was a good one. Kleenex. Kleenex. I know. I know. I know. Um, wow. We have got a very short wrap-up here in a minute, but you're listening to Hope Reigns, and that was Harold Dawson, one of our leaders who 
has helped launch the new arm of the ministry, our Safe House Construction Ministry. Go to our YouTube channel, 8daysofhope.com, and watch the Safe House Construction video and see the house that Harold and 44 others rebuilt, two of them renovated in 14 days. We'll be back in a minute here on Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope on WDCX. This crazy 2019 winter has done some serious damage to many roofs and gutters across Western New York. If you're one of the homeowners who have been affected, repair your storm damage and prevent future damage with Niagara Gutter, Western New York's premier gutter experts. With almost 60 years of service in the Buffalo community, they provide the absolute best quality gutters and service in the area with incredible prices. Niagara Gutter is dedicated to serving the Western New York community and has excelled not only at serving its customers, but also the community it serves. They work local, help local, and give local. That's why they've partnered with organizations like Eight Days of Hope and the Buffalo City Mission. Call Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider at 695-3500. Mention Eight Days of Hope to receive a 10% discount on your gutter service. Or check out their website at niagara-gutter.com. Niagara Gutter, Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider. Hi, this is Robbie Raw. I have some exciting news. Are you a business owner that is honoring God in all you do by operating your company in a manner that is consistent with biblical principles? Then you're gonna wanna be listed in the upcoming Kingdom Business Bureau. This includes small and large business owners in the US and Canada. Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, work at it with all of your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Go to Kingdom Business Bureau at gmail.com for more information. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is those who have been trafficked, sex trafficking. Eight Days of Hope has decided to be a part of making a difference with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 animal shelters across the country, and that's a good thing, but there's only 600 beds for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking. And I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take its blinders off. Come be the hands and feet of Jesus. Every single month, somewhere in the country, we're gonna part with an existing ministry and for 14 days, we're gonna bring skilled professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel a facility so that more can be rescued from this heinous crime. We would love to see you on a future trip. For more information about the ministry, our Safe House Construction Ministry, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Welcome back to Hope Reigns. To join Steve and Mike, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Steve Tiber and Mike Fiello back here with you on Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Carol Dawson, I know we only got 60 seconds, Mike, but wow, wow, and wow. Does it get any better than this? I mean, each week just seems to get better and better, the stories and what God's doing uh, through people's lives and in people's lives. And not, awesome. only, not only the impact that Harold made, but the impact that it made on Harold's journey. That's right. And, and even though he comes home and, and you know he shared that prayer request, Michelle, she hasn't re- retired yet, and she wants to go on these trips. And sometimes, and I get it, I come home sometimes when my family's not with me, and, right. and you know, 
maybe they feel like they kind of live a boring life, right? But right. they're they're as important in the journey yes. as, as Harold. Michelle's equally important. But we got to remember Same to pay thing. for oh, absolutely for her as well. We're all experiencing that. My wife doesn't has been on several trips, but she works still and loves her job. Yep. And but she supports what we do as wow. well as your hus- uh, wife does. Go to globaloutreach.org and search Dawson, D-A-W-S-O-N. Consider giving a gift to Harold and Michelle. Um, Amazing, amazing story. Mike, another great week, brother. I'm loving it. Thanks. I know. And I'm glad we brought Kleenex this week because both of us, both of us this week need one. Usually it's just me, but both of us this week. When that dead air was there, that's because we were wiping our tears. There's so much good things that God's doing. Hey, we are looking for some more sponsors. We just wrapped up one year of eight days of hope on WDCX. We just re-upped for another year. If you're interested in joining us, man, we'd love you to do that. We really would. Email us at info at 8 hopecom and we will find a way to make it happen. So much going on. March 25th, uh, we are going to be in Tupelo, Mississippi with our symposium that we're going to educate those in the church who know nothing about sex trafficking and the church's role and response. And, of course, right around the corner here in Buffalo where we're broadcasting on March 21st, four days before, we'll be at Antioch Baptist Church at 9 in the morning when we'll share the details about 8 Days of Hope Buffalo this July from the 18th to the 25th. So many numbers. Oh, loving every minute of it. I know. Love you, brother. Love you too, man. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next Saturday at 10 o'clock Eastern Time. Catch our podcast on iTunes where you can listen live on our website. Thank you to our partners and sponsors, Steve Tiber along with Mike Fiel. You've been listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope here on WDCX. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.